welcome to um, the next podcast uh, of our series, Podcast 8. If you're still with us and you've um, you've been listening from the beginning, well done. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. We are developing as we go along. We have Our beta listeners who have been listening to this podcast have been giving us feedback. And uh, one of the big bits of feedback that we've been getting is that it should be maybe a little bit more folk, folk, Falklands-centric. Yeah, I guess like the topics we have been on have been quite diverse and yeah. global. Maybe and it's a bit the, journalism the, ni- the niche is Falklands, yeah. so so that's what we should stick to. Really. Yeah. Um, also, one of the other uh, listen uh, beta listeners has said that perhaps it needs to be a bit more. What am I doing in the air? I'm, I'm hopping. <laughs> you mean constructed, like that's segmented, the, that's the word I'm structured, yeah. chaptered, a bit more structured. Mm. But that'll happen when we've got the ukulele. Chaptered. and We can do our little like that. We can do our little twinkly bits in between and go, mm, now it's the moan time, things, things like that. <laughs> Reminiscent of, a, uh, of an American sitcom. <laughs> like Wayne's World-esque. <laughs> um, so, uh, here today, it's me, Paul Foams. I'm Katie. And I'm Tom. And there's no Hannah, because she's still on the West, but she is alive, because we've had a text from... Yeah, but hopefully, alive. she's supposed to be coming back in today, so hopefully the ferry has managed to brave the uh, the weather we've been having over the last day or so. Yeah... Mm. Because we we asked for snow, we wished for snow. I I wished for snow earlier on in the week, and we got snow. Actually, the FITV office is quite charmed. I think this week. Oh, I thought so. Yeah, (laughs) because of the um, World Cup match that was played. What what game was it again? It was England's first game against Tunisia. Yeah, and which England won? Can we just remind the worldwide listeners? They probably know the score anyway, but we won. Yeah, and uh, football's coming home. Thomas had a, an important meeting at the Rose that afternoon, so he unfortunately I think he missed the game, which was such a shame. Yeah. But here in the yeah, office, me, me, me and about half the other male population <laughs> in the Falkland Islands had a very similar meeting that afternoon. In the pub, <laughs> we had it on in the office, and a couple of people down the down the corridor came and popped in and out. But Katie and I were here, not really that interested, were we, Katie? No, um, no, not really. But Katie left the room to go and do something, and England scored. Um, and she came back in and did some other bits and pieces and then left the room again and Tunisia scored. Um, so when England went for a, what's it called? A corner. A corner. They had a corner. You. They had a corner and there was a bit of a gold mouth fumble and it looked like it was going in mm-hmm. and then as soon as Katie opened the door to come in it was cleared. Is that the football terms? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. actually pretty good, actually. Yeah, okay. Look at me. <laughs> so you fumbled through it on Falklands in Focus this week's week. You can subscribe on our website to watch anywhere in the world, by the way, just saying. Uh, fumbled through the terminology on the sofa this week, but uh, no, you did quite well that, I don't know how that happened. Why on earth I had all the football stories, I do not know. Just so but happened. to be fair, we had to change it at the last minute. So. Is it because I know all the Tottenham Hotspur chants? Uh, let's not go back to that. That was dreadful. <laughs> but we did have to change presenters at the last minute this week. Because now yes. I've done it four times in a row. Because uh, one week, uh, one week your back wasn't okay, Paula, so mm-hmm. I had to step in. And this week, someone else had a little problem, didn't they? <laughs> Tell us all about it, Katie. Well, I'm now currently on crutches. Um, I went. Well, the thing is that's really getting me is that I play hockey every week. I, I think, run every yeah. week. I go to the gym all the time. I'm a very active outdoors person. Um, which we'll hear more about later on. But I do all these things, and yet I hurt my foot and ended up in the hospital because I was dancing. I was dancing on my toes, doing the samba. <laughs> at the, uh, the winter, well, no, not called winter ball, the Falklands ball dance practice. Yeah, mm-hmm. so 
I just felt a little bit of a tweak and I'm now in crutches so I've torn a tendon in my foot and um, I'm hobbling around and I'm not very happy about it at so all. You were saying about all the, um, all the different activities you do and the fact you keep fit. Do you think potentially, because it's not a fracture, it is a tear in a mm. tendon, do you think potentially it's an accumulation of all the things you're doing at the moment? Because as you see, there are so many activities to do here in the Falklands. There are so many sports available and you always try it and everyone everyone's so friendly and welcoming within the clubs at least I feel do you think yeah. perhaps that you got involved in quite a lot of things down here and you have been doing a lot and it might be like sort of a repetitive strain injury kind of thing and that's what's caused it um uh with other like sort of niggles that I'm having at the minute I would say yes but with this I danced on my toes and stretched too far and I felt it at the time so mm. I think that was a one time I've was dancing on my toes for too long and kind of hopped on one foot so how long will you be uh, off the hopping of the samba for? Six weeks, it sounds like. Six weeks off, which is just dreadful when's for me. The, when's the Falklands ball? Probably six weeks. We're, we're holding four weeks. Fourth <gasps> of August. Oh, oh okay. so you're going to miss it. Oh, wait, fourth of August. No, no. Well, that's no. if you can get a ticket, because the tickets will go like that. That's me clicking my fingers, listener. <laughs> yeah. No, I will be there. I'm going to do all my exercises and make sure I'm back fit and healthy. You do that Ready. because um, I have to say, people at the hospital will need those crutches because it crutches because it is snowing outside. As we went here, um, and last night, um, so like a bit, a bit, a bit like a bit like the UK down here in the Falklands. It seems that though in the UK the world seems to come to a standstill when it snows. I feel like in the Falklands people try and brave it because we have bigger cars down here. Mm. I can't everyone say everyone did that well, did they, Paula? No, well, <laughs> we went swimming. Do you know what? It sounds like we're a really active, sporty group. <laughs> um, yeah, we went swimming last night. We saw you there, mm-hmm. didn't we, Thomas? Yeah. Um, and my daughter Hazel had borrowed a car, well, borrowed a car, uh, has got a car that she's fully insured for, um, and she had driven in snow for the first time and didn't like it. And we went swimming and came out, and there'd been so many accidents down from Sapper Hill all the way down to Reservoir Road for some reason, and I don't know why, well, other than the snow, um, because it's a nice route. So I would have presumed they'd gritted it, but people were sliding down the hill. Yeah, there was no um, way that road had been gritted last night. Because you came that way, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I'd say, because you, you live on the other end of Stanley to me, so... Paula and I would have come to the leisure centre from different directions, but it seems like seems like we both struggled in the equal measure. Mm. <laughs> so we abandoned our cars there in the end and just walked back. Um, I didn't. I drove. It was okay. I, know, but I, I, I whacked it into low gear on the automatic and did about ten kilometres an hour the whole way. That's I made do. sure to Ooh. press on and off the brake, not letting the ABS start to kick in because otherwise everything. Oh, goes see, put. this is what you get, listener, from listening to a podcast from FITV. Got had. <laughs> I learned also, uh, everyone says, oh, you steer into the skid. And last night, driving down to the leisure centre and trying to, I'm going dreadfully slowly down this hill to try and turn left into the leisure centre. It's the first time I've experienced turning a wheel fully left and the car just keep going straight. I said, like, I guess I'm not turning left then. <laughs> and I can see how, as you so said. Well, when we left, there was, must have been about five or six cars just s- sat on that bit bit of road there was no way we were going to get out but so. they did they did get the um they did get the gritters out after they that. did get the gritters. i rang uh, pwd uh, the public works department this morning and to find out what happened about gritting and i was assured that um the road engineer has a look and is ke- keeps an eye on the weather forecast he said to me they're ex- expecting more weather 
more work, of course they're expecting weather, bad weather this afternoon. Um, so they're going to get the gritters out this afternoon and possibly this evening as well. Mm. It looks like tomorrow is going to be the worst, which is why, moving on to the next subject, if I had a ukulele we would pling to say, next subject is um, the midwinter swim. It's been cancelled. Delayed well, for postponed. a week. Yeah, yeah. postponed. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you who are new to uh, this idea, um, the nearest Saturday to uh, the winter solstice, which was obviously on the... Yesterday. 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 Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, the nearest 28th, Saturday 28th. to the... Yeah, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong week there. Aren't <laughs> the nearest day to the solstice, um, everyone runs into the uh, South, South Atlantic. Atlantic. Um, well, you did it last year, didn't you, Tom? Oh, I did it last year, and it was uh, Chris and I did it last year. Chris used to work for FI TV. We did it together last year. It was good fun. It was really good fun. Um, I had a stupid policy of if you're never warm, you can't get cold. So I went there and basically shorts and t-shirt from the off in about a foot of snow. And went <laughs> like, nah. But the, the policy... Not your smartest idea. <laughs> the policy worked. It was minus three on the beach and it was two degrees in the water. And the first hit into the water was actually quite warm. <laughs> so it was actually like noticeably warmer than I'd been standing on the beach. Um, but not having something like a boiler suit or something like that when that came Aren't out of the water. Aren't they the best thing ever? Yeah, yeah. It was, a, fun- it was a fundamental mistake. Mm. Not to employ the the Falkland Islands the Falkland Islands boiler suit. <laughs> it's brilliant. We were we walked to work this morning. Well, we walked to the leisure centre, picked up the car, and went off. Um, and this lady, because I was walking really gingerly, um, this lady just stormed past us in her boiler suit with the reflective gear on because that's also most important. Absolutely. Bobble hat. Off she was going. It's just a mir- bit of a miracle piece of um, clothing, really, isn't it? So ah. I just had a message to yeah, see. Yeah, I was going to say, there was a distraction there from the ping. Yeah, sorry. But I have to say, before the, um, before the snow hit, the weather hadn't been particularly great. So despite it being a little bit warmer than it is right now, I mean, we weren't in the freezing temperatures, the weather wasn't great. And um, you, did, um, you did the three-peak challenge last weekend, didn't you? Yeah, Katie? that wasn't good weather at all, really. No, so that was last Saturday, and it started at 9am, and we were going over... Tumble down between the two sisters, so you uh, have to sort of go up in between them, and then up Mount Longdon. Okay, because that makes sense. Because we said three peaks challenge, and then said tumble down two sisters and Longdon, mm-hmm. and we all went. That's surely that's four peaks, but you obviously you went sort between. of go through through the middle. Um, so it was. A real challenge. Um, I did it without any weight. We did it in a bit of a, in a team, so we went round together. But it was actually really, really difficult. At one point, I was walking. It's kind of like what you were saying about the car. But myself, I was walking straight and found that I was actually going left the whole time, and I couldn't get myself straight because the wind was blowing me so heavily. Um, <laughs> we had it was I had a hat on, all the warm gear, and it was on off, on off. Because if you start going up the hill, really, really difficult. Our time was something like four hours, I think we did it in. And the fastest person who ran it did it in two hours on the dot, which I think is amazing because I can't tell you, at the top of those, at the top of the peaks, the wind and there was a little bit of snow like sort of flaking down Mm. and it started raining. It was serious, serious weather. So did you get get the classic phrase of the Falklands where you see, you saw like all four seasons in the space of 15 (laughs) minutes? Absolutely. We were really lucky because when we got to... 
the top of tumbled down, I think it was, the sun just came out, so it was really, really beautiful. It was so worth it afterwards, I felt amazing. I was absolutely knackered and had to go to sleep. But that will be all the opiates that your body has generated. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was some serious stuff. It was really good. Really, well, really good. It was quite foggy that morning, and I did wonder whether they would uh, cancel it because of the fog. Yeah, they they gave us a bit of a talk at the start saying that if we felt like we were close to a, at the edge of a peak in the fog just to stop walking, I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> I think I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, said, uh, you said there was one chap who was doing it that was on time to actually probably come first of the walkers, so, but he got, got lost. Yeah, so what happened was um, at the Two Sisters... What you had to do was to go up in between the middle of them and then almost veer round, veer round right um, in a bit of a curve and come back on yourself to get to London, just the way that we were going up. But the person who was sitting at the top of the two sisters just said, keep going straight, and what he meant was keep going straight through the path and then veer, but everybody just kept going straight because there's another sort of hill in front of you. Okay. So somebody who was on track to Is come that first. Or something like yeah, that? I think so. So it's over. It's in, there's definitely one in front of you. Um, and I mean, definitely, definitely Google the. Uh, was, what was the magical word that you used on the news this week? Paula? Thank you. Can I just wait? Wait for it. Topography. So definitely Google the topography of the Falklands whilst uh, <laughs> listening to Katie's story. So you get it. a full, a full vision. Exper- a visual experience of uh, what she's talking about. It's satisfying to say in the mouth as well. Let's all say it together. Topography. topography. It's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> say it yourself, listener. It's great. <laughs> say it until it doesn't sound like a word anymore. <laughs> so you're saying, so the person at the top, well, at the two sisters, just kept telling you to go straight. Yeah, so and one of the guys who had 20 kg on his back just kept going straight and then somebody no- noticed and had to run down and get a whole load of them and get them to veer back round and come back. So they think they added about a mile on. Good. Yeah. With 20 kg on your back on your as back. well, like mm. a mile feels a bit longer than a yeah. mile. And you were saying some of the grass was and like was quite oh high goodness. up up there. Do you know that the hardest thing? It wasn't as you were climbing up, because as you were climbing up on the very very steep bits, you were going quite slow and everybody was taking it quite easy. But the hardest bit was on the flat, sort of leading up to the peak. So you'd come down and you were going on the flat because the grass was. I'm quite short. I'm only five foot two, so I think it must have been a little bit better for some others. But it was up to my knees, so you were really wow. having to pick up your feet every time you took a step and it was just constant so uh, the next day I spent the whole day in bed because my legs were aching (laughs) Um, so things that have happened this week on the programme we've got obviously got your three three peaks challenge um, that you did which was it was very nicely filmed as well and what I like about it, there's a bit in there where it's obviously the wind has taken your, um, or you've got mic problems, and you've put uh, subtitles underneath what you were saying, and you look just like so high on life in this three peaks challenge with this wind howling, the and adrenaline. The yeah. Yeah. And the do- what gets me is also there's this part in it where everyone's walking in one direction and this dog is just walking in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> we somehow collected every single dog that was doing the challenge, somehow walked, ended up walking all the way around with just us. Pad- so we- Paddy's an alpha male. That's yeah, yeah. We had one dog with us. Yeah, we had one that belonged to our team and we ended up with six coming around with us all the way. And when we got to the end, we just left them all and the guys were like, oh, are you not taking the rest of your dogs? And they're not ours. <laughs> <laughs> People only to collect them when they come through. You should have bought them to me. Yeah. 
So moving on to some lighter things, um, uh, <laughs> lighter things, the Southern Lights. I'm looking <laughs> through Facebook, uh, noticing that um, somebody had asked if you could see the Southern Lights down here. Um, Which I, I've heard a rumour when I was coming down, like, yeah, 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 you can definitely see the Southern Lights. I, I call I call BS. <laughs> was, that, was that Wikipedia? Because I did the same thing, yeah. I Googled it, because I was so excited. Well, I, was trying to, I was trying to say someone here, like... Just the, I only came out of uni two years ago. You can't say you use Wikipedia. Your lecturers will shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Northern Lights? I've seen the Northern Lights in Iceland, yeah. Ah, so yeah. tell me, what, what are they like? Oh, they're, they're stunning. It's, it's really, really bizarre because you, you get people that talk about things like the, the natural wonders of the world and uh, you see it and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, it's just an incredible sight and you have to see it. And to an extent, you go, okay, I get that, it's beautiful, but you don't really get it until you see something like that. Stood in a field with snow up to my knees, and bear in mind, I'm six foot two, there was snow up to my knees. We had the tripod out with the camera. No, we had no tripod part, and we were trying to get pictures of this on like a long exposure, <gasps> holding the DSLR on my, on my chest as I laid down in the snow, trying not to breathe. Um, but it's just the way they flow and move, and they're so bright. They are so, so bright. Wow. And it's just like, I never, and it's going to sound really cliche, but like, you feel really happy. Like, just really, really happy. Yeah, just wow. you don't, under, it sort of must be a release of like endorphins or something like dopamine in your brain or something like that. But it's just like, they appear and you're just, your brain can't fathom something like this actually being created in front of you. Wow. And it was just, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Have you seen them in Scotland? No, no, it's quite, from where I am, apparently the town next to me is the easiest place to see them in Scotland, but I've not seen them. <laughs> ah, that's a... But it's because it's really difficult. You've not been looking up, Katie. <laughs> but like, it's it's quite difficult to see them apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it just so happens that uh, Ronnie is, has joined us on um, to walk through the walls. So have a seat, Ronnie. We're just about to wrap up our podcast. But you say hello to our listener. Hello, listener. There we go. Another Scottish accent. Thank have you. you. Seen the lights. <laughs> No, no, have you seen the southern lights here? We're trying to dispel a myth. I've not, and I asked someone about it because I assumed it was the same latitude-ish as Scotland where you can see them, although I've never been that lucky. Um, And someone explained to me it's to do with the southern magnetic pole is in a different... It's off-kilter. So the northern magnetic pole is closer to Scotland the southern magnetic pole is to here. And at this point, Ronnie is gesturing with his hands... For the benefit of the tape, as they, as, as they say in, in the bill. <laughs> I, I once went to Kiruna, and I, I managed to do it at the um, the wrong time of year for the two reasons you go to Kiruna in northern Sweden, because I missed the midnight sun. I went in September, I missed the midnight sun, and I was started the northern light season, but Not wasn't lucky enough to see. Uh, <laughs> so one of the posts on Facebook did say that perhaps, because somebody said, oh yeah, I've seen them down here, that it was Noctilucent Clouds. And it just so happens that Thomas did a whole piece on Noctilucent Clouds yeah. last year. I became mini, a mini-meteorological expert <laughs> for about 20 days until... It's, it's what I love about this job, is you become a mini-expert in everything that you do, and then Very a, month, a, month, a month later it's all gone from your brain. Yeah. So I remember something along the sorts of Noctilucent Clouds, uh, they occur much higher up than normal clouds, so rather than a couple of kilometres off the face of the earth, Noctilucent clouds occur at about 80 kilometres up. Um, they're also mainly formed of ice because they're so far up, so they're not actually properly vapour. They're sort of in a in a middle stage between vapour and crystallising. And noctilucent clouds occur when the, when nighttime comes, so it's 
either just after sunset or just before sunrise and it's where the sun hasn't illuminated your, that part of the earth yet but because of the angle it's coming at it's hitting the noctilucent clouds so far above the earth and they sort of light up in bright mm. colours across the sky making they normally like a silvery grey but they can be purple sometimes even green so, um, yeah, so that's again where the for the benefit of the tape uh, Thomas was gesticulating <laughs> clear that you're on television <laughs> <laughs> Mark here, as far as, as, far as concerned, it looked very good, but it could well have been big fish, little fish, cardboard box. Yeah, it could have been. Could have been. God, I Bob the builder. <laughs> I got a granddad called Bob, and he was a builder. Like growing up, Bob the builder was just yeah, the dream. It was, it was the dream. <laughs> and so, it? on our last <laughs> on our last topic, which if we had the ukulele, we would go do the plute at the last bit. Um, the last bit. The last bit. Thomas, uh, you have taken part in a Falkland Islands tradition. You've started playing darts. <laughs> yeah, so I was roped in last night. Um, <laughs> funny enough, after I'd been to the gym and seen Paula um, <coughs> at the swimming pool, we had a Warm, lovely, one lovely, for darts. lovely little swim together. No, I got I got a phone call saying a team were a man down, and they're like, "Oh, can you play darts?" And I was like, "What? Throw a spiky thing at a wall?" Yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> got this. Um, only ever done it after a few drinks, so uh, got there. Bit of Dutch courage. I played. I, I'd say awfully. <laughs> I lost all three of my legs, but it was still it was re- it was actually really good fun, and I do see why people would like to go okay. down and do it. It's for an evening during the week. It's just quite a nice social thing. It's two teams of five. So you've got at least 10 people there, you're all chatting about it, and a variety of different mm. topics come up. And you can um, do it on crunches as well. Oh, wonderful. That's what I'm going <laughs> to do from now on. For you, Thomas. Did Six you weeks. do okay on the scoring and not double out, or did you not do it all well? No, so I did okay on the scoring, and it's my doubling out. I can't, that's, yeah, that's the thing that gets you. I got, I got it 391, so I was so close to my first ton. I never had a ton before. I was like, ah. <laughs> so tune in next week, folks, to see if uh, Thomas gets a ton or not. Anyway, that comes to the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be living at the pub for the next seven days, just like throwing darts at the board. <laughs> that comes to the end of this podcast this week. I'm just checking the time. To see Thomas should acquire three triple Bacardis. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I've got my cocktail shaker over there, which is a big plan for tomorrow night as okay. uh, a certain person celebrates their 21st birthday. Yeah, it's not me either. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Um, again, if you've got any uh, comments you'd like to make about this podcast, then um, make them in a polite and nice way, yeah, please. Yeah, <laughs> very nice, polite way. Otherwise oh, as they all them. have been, in all fairness, yeah. all comments we've received have oh, been so very so constructive. But don't forget, when this goes to iTunes, we might get people oh, listening well, to just this us, yeah. and going, well, you shouldn't be talking about darts or something like that. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you very much for listening. Thought. Don't forget, you can subscribe online by clicking on uh, fitv.co.fk and subscribing to uh, Falklands in Focus where you can see everything that we've been talking about in far more detail in far more detail because um, let's be honest I'm not going to give it to you for free and visual yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if not join us next week um, where you can listen to the next podcast <laughs> but you won't be here oh no I'm going away oh sad sad bye bye cry cry yeah three weeks road to wins permitting uh, uh, well, road to wins permitting that I get to be boss I've you. got a three week <laughs> shopping trip to get in right goodbye <laughs> goodbye bye, bye. <laughs>